0: Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of
1: The Journey of Hope. Glad you could be with us today. The Journey of Hope is a podcast that's especially designed to address the issues of men and women who have been released from incarceration and done long periods of time. We want to talk about how to reintegrate on this podcast, and today our guest is going to be Lois Hollis. Now Lois is going to talk to us about the ideas of shame and guilt and how those things can be addressed as we work through our reintegration. This is an interesting show. You're going to want to check this out. We got Lois
0: Hollis right after this. mathersrodney at yahoo.com that's where you can catch
1: me m-a-t-h-e-r-s-r-o-d-n-e-y at yahoo.com let
0: me know how you're doing
1: Well, hey everybody, and welcome back. Today, we're going to talk to Lois Hollis. Um, she's going to be talking with us about guilt and shame, and I think this is going to be a very important discussion for us. Uh, Lois, I believe now is a nurse by profession. I believe she's retired now, and she has connected shame and guilt to physical and biological pro- uh, systems and. The, these things create emotional problems, uh, and I think what you're going to find is that she's got some great information for us as ex-offenders because, um, Lord knows, we know what guilt and shame are for sure. Welcome, Lois. How are you?
0: I am wonderful, and I'm so grateful for this information to be spread to this community. We all need this information, Excellent. but um, your listeners can also thrive under new information. The reason that shame and guilt has taken us like a yoke on our neck, and I think that's we say that for everybody is you know, because no one knows the real truth about shame, guilt, and. I'm going to be very clear quickly, because I know we're limited with time, right? and I want everybody to go away with one thing they can hold.
1: That's what we shoot for surprising? here. <laughs> That's okay. what we shoot for so, here. But let's, listen, okay. let, me, let, let me start off, Lois, as kind of a, a devil's advocate here a little bit, and say this. Isn't it, it seems to me, that there are elements of guilt and shame that are innate and are You know, we need those. Like, say, a child needs guilt and shame in order to develop properly when they do something wrong or whatever. So when does it turn into a problem to have too much guilt and too much shame?
0: Okay, thank you, Rodney, because there's a large uh, part of our culture, probably more so than on the other side, like I am, that have that understanding, and that has we have been taught that. Okay. That is our culture, and it's not only America. It's Africa and and Pakistan, and um, it's around the world. I don't know all the countries, but it's everywhere. So we have been inundated in our culture and taught that we have to use guilt, especially to main our mortality, our um, mor- not mortality, yeah, mortality and morality, because mm-hmm. we live longer without guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's another story. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as the healthy poison. Okay. Okay? Like they say, oh, arsenic is really bad, but, you know, if you just had a little bit, it's okay. But there's really no healthy poison. It's a poison. You can't say that, because that's an oxymoron, what we're saying right now, is that there's healthy shame and healthy guilt. And I'm saying, no, okay. shame guilt is not healthy in any way. I'll explain why. So to say a healthy shame is an oxymoron. Okay. And everybody knows what that is. That means like, it's a double speak. It's really a danger, but you're telling me it's good for you. Okay. okay, so why does Lois say this and other people say it's not? Okay, We let's say I want to be a nice friend to somebody, and they're moving. And I go, oh, I should really help them move because I'll feel so guilty if I don't. And they call, oh, that's really good. You're kind and humble. No, I want to help them because it's the right thing to do. I don't do it out of guilt. I do it out of morality. You see the difference? I so I'm trying to change the whole perspective that we don't need guilt to be moral. We just need to do the right thing. That's all. Mm -hmm. But we have been taught to feel guilt to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, and I'm sitting here... Hang on a second, Liz. I'm sitting here thinking... That, that that's a good thing that that a, that a like say a young child would experience some shame and guilt when they did something that was against a societal norm or something we don't want them to do that's dangerous to them but but i do hear what you're saying and and it's making a lot of sense let's just real quickly what is the difference between shame and guilt what's what's the difference okay now
0: again excellent question People say shame is bad, guilt is good. That's like, okay, that's an oxymoron, because if you have poison, it's like, oh, that poison is more concentrated than that poison, so that's good and that's bad. That's just like stupid thinking, okay? But we're taught to be stupid thinking, okay? Mm -hmm. So, shame is in the unconscious mind, and guilt in the conscious mind. That's the only difference. Interesting. Okay? Mm -hmm. People don't know that. Shames in the unconscious and like, oh, it's in the mind when we sleep and we wake up and go, oh, I'm so bad. I did that good. I didn't good and that and I'm bad and I can't do this. I'm really bad because that's how we wake up because we've got Shane talking, the inner critic talking all night, all night, all night. And so we have guilt in the morning and say, oh, I should do that because I feel so guilty because I, you know, I didn't give my neighbor her breakfast or something or like I wore the wrong clothes to reception. I'm still so guilty. I mean, we're guilty for a living. So we've, been, so we've been taught to be guilty for everything. And I'm right. saying shame and guilt are the same energy. Okay, now, as a nurse in the medical field forever, there are some <laughs> things that you need to know. Okay, If you have a virus or um, bacteria in your lungs, they call it pneumonia, okay? Mm-hmm. If you have the same virus or bacteria in your brain... They call it meningitis. If you have the same bacteria in your um, colon, they call it colitis. Do you see where I'm going on this? Yeah. It has nothing to do with the cause, it only is the presentation of what organ it's in. Mm -hmm. But it, so it makes logical sense that our dear culture has called an energy in your unconscious mind a different name in your conscious mind. That's how medicine is made. Okay? Mm -hmm. But it makes you very, very confused because you're like, okay, there's shame and there's guilt. And I'm saying the two are the same thing, even though they give it different names. So how can you say shame is bad and guilt is good? Right. You can't. You can't. It's stupid.
1: I see. So let, let's talk about this for a second. Um, man, you bring up some great points. The um, Let's talk about incarceration in general then. So when someone does something so egregious that they need to be removed from society, is it bad that they feel this shame and guilt for what they did wrong? Does that not help... Um them understand that that kind of behavior is not acceptable and if you want to live in the free world, I mean, does is there a good okay. result well, at all? Is there a good result now, from shame and guilt? That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah.
0: And, and what you're saying now, Rodney, is the reason why people that are released from incarceration have such a difficult time. Yes. It's not that they're bad people. They've been yes. told they're bad people. They're told they're okay. I'm I um there's a whole litany of things in that category because there are some people that their mind has been so distorted by Shane Gill that they can't go to the place that I'm talking about living a purposeful life. Okay? And I think you understand what I'm saying. I'm Listen, talking for people let that me have tell you something.
1: Let me tell you something, Lois. Most people that come out of prison, I mean, you know that that are affected by the punitive nature of prison. So some people go to prison and it's not punitive, okay? But people that do go to prison, like me, who like was were miserable there the entire time. um, There's a lot of shame and guilt when you come out you you hit the you hit the nail on the head. I, I still, I've been out for 12, 13 years, and I still, to this day, wonder, does that person know what I did? And, and you know, so is that shame and guilt when you think that constantly?
0: <laughs> okay, that's called, and I understand what you're saying, because I did not get in prison, but I was abused as a child. Pretty significantly with brain traumas and all sorts of things, and I had dyslexia because I had brain traumas. I mean, you know, I can go forever, but I had chronic shame, and I got oh my goodness, that's the problem. I was chronically always thinking. Plus, I'm sensitive. Sensitive people have a harder time. Let me say something that can help. Okay. We all know there's love energy right? Mm -hmm. We have a positive love feeling. What does that do? Oh, we give joy. We give happiness. We could start dancing. Um, we feel satisfied. We feel good about ourselves. That's all the good stuff, right? That's called love energy. And when somebody's in love, they go, Oh, I just love the world. And yeah, if you need some help, I can help you. Um, well, let's do this or that, or, you know, it's all that love, okay? But mm-hmm. it comes from one emotion, one energy, and that comes from love, okay? Okay. Now, on the other side, we got shame, guilt is an energy, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's an emotion, I say it's an energy force. Interesting. Put upon humanity. That's another story. But we got shame, guilt, black energy coming into us all of humanity. Mm -hmm. Shame, guilt turns your compassion to depression. It changes all your love energies to negative ones. Shame, guilt energy turns your intuition to anxiety. Shame, guilt energy changes your passion to anger. So, what am I saying here? I'm saying that if something is outside of us, we're not born with it. Well, we're genetically get shame guilt. But I mean, we're not, it's outside of us, like our clothes, okay? You can change your clothes, right? Right. And you can get rid of shame guilt energy because it's not of the human. We can say, this is an energy and i do not accept it i can get rid of it now it's not that easy there's a little process but guess get in your mind that you do not have to carry the shame guilt energy it was put upon us to make us believe that we are lesser than to victimize us and people use it for control oh if you don't do this then you're i mean like i remember i went to christian schools Mm -hmm. god's going to punish you right god's going to hate you you're going to get
1: whipped you're going to be put in a
0: corner no one loves anybody that does what you did and i heard mother say kid if you don't stop behaving you're going to kill me oh my (laughs) god talk about shame guilt yes so okay (laughs) but this is the truth we can start where the truth is and work backwards and i tell people whenever they feel oh my god i'm not good enough or i shouldn't have done that i feel so guilty doing that say okay lois said that's shame guilt energy it's not of me it's like my sweater that i don't like to wear i can take it off and throw it back now what am i feeling i'm feeling really sad and unhappy So I say, okay, hi, Sadness. Thank you so much for coming to see me. What do you have to say? So we deal with our emotions. We don't deal with shame, guilt, energy. There is no good thing that can come upon someone who has been shamed. Nothing good can happen. Only the person given the shame feels good because they're controlling you.
1: Wow. Man, I, I tell you what, I think you're hitting the nail on the head, and um, I also wanted to ask you, Lois, um, let's talk for a second about, before we run out of time, how shame and guilt physically affect, I believe, I, I haven't read much of your stuff, but I have read that you believe that it affects us physically and emotionally. How do you see shame and guilt uh, manifesting itself in people physically? Like, you know, with disease? Is that what it is? How does that work?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll give an example. We all know about computers, right? Right. What happens when you get a virus in your computer? Right. I think everybody, oh my God, Microsoft Word doesn't work, and um, you can't access your Gmail or email, and it just, you press Microsoft Word and you get some kind of note taken, Samson, you know, it's, it just doesn't work right. Right. Okay? And once you get rid of the virus, your computer system works. Right? Got it. Okay, so what did I say? Shame, guilt is uh, energy. Mm-hmm. It's a bad energy, not the love energy. It's a bad energy. It's a negative energy. It's not of our humanity. So the shame, guilt energy comes to us because we say, oh, I feel so guilty. It's such a shame. It's raining today. I can't have my picnic. No, it's not a shame. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But it's not a shame. Don't use the word shame. Mm -hmm. We're not calling shame to us. I'm not feeling shame. If I do feel shame, I go, get away so when the when the negative energy of shame comes into us it turns our emotions to negative Mm -hmm. the energy i um this you can understand through like people that do acupuncture and energy medicines because when you have a negative energy it distorts your liver and it doesn't give the right signals it distorts your stomach and it it's it doesn't all the hormones and the enzymes and the nutrients aren't absorbed properly because the energy changed mm-hmm. um, your mind changes it don't get the right impulse of health, it gets the negativity of the energy that it accepted, like when someone loves you, you feel that <sighs> when the shame guilt comes to you. <sighs> That's just it. Mm -hmm. So we don't deal with it. And I have a way of, like, getting rid of it. But for the time purpose we have today, just know that shame, guilt is never to be used. The only thing it can do is destroy you. The only thing it can do is control you. And you are a higher presence as a human being listening to a higher power, God, religion, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. But you are a just person who just has received a huge dose of shame, guilt, energy. And people in the condition of incarceration, you get it a thousand times, okay? Mm -hmm. But you can get rid of it. You can kick it out, you can do it. I've done it with people, I've worked with people. And it's like, I have people that been in therapies for 20 years. And I just spent an hour with them Weck. Like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. We are not stupid, Rodney. We just didn't get the right information.
1: Okay, so I, I, I'm fascinated with what you're saying about uh, this shame and guilt being like the root of things like anxiety and anger, because those things peak for pre- people that have been incarcerated as they go through life and, and hit these huge hurdles that are hard to jump. But I do, you know, before, before we end, I do want to ask you, you know, I, I know this is impossible, Lois, but if you could just give us a, a synopsis of what it is people can try to do to um, manage shame and guilt. Can you give us a, just a quick couple of tips? Well, that's,
0: that's what I can do. Okay, what I just said, and and I'm sure that you're recording this, and people may need to hear this more than once. Shame, guilt, energy is a negative force. It has nothing good. We have been told it's good for us because we're moral when we're punished. That's why the court system of restorative justice has worked so well, because when a teenager steal something from somebody, instead of incarcerating him, he has to do community service. Mm-hmm. He learns the value of people. That's really the way to go. But right now, that's not popular. No. So know that shame, guilt, that's put upon you, and you continually punish yourself. Punishing yourself does not work. So all, at some point, just know, shame, guilt, energy, you go, uh Okay, but shame guilt does not belong to me. Go away. Now, how do I feel? I feel depressed. I feel sad. Okay, talk to your sadness. Your sadness will talk to you. I have a DVD on YouTube that tells you how you can talk to your sadness or your unhappiness. But you don't talk to guilt and shame because it's an energy that you don't draw to you. And never use shame and guilt in your language. Like, oh, it's so sad that you know my friend died. Well, it is I mean no, it's such a shame. See, I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's not a it's not a shame. it's sad. right. Oh, it's sad that the baseball team uh, lost the first inning. No, it's you know, did he just lost it, it's sad, but you know, he'll come back. Don't use the word shame to categorize emotions, I mean events. Mm-hmm. So that's two things you can do. And just know that there is hope out of this shame guilt prison, because we all live in a shame guilt prison. You guys aren't the only one. <laughs> uh,
1: we we yeah, I understand what you're saying there. I mean I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not trying to minimize anybody else's life. I'm just saying that it's something that I believe a lot of ex offenders uh have a problem with, you know.
0: And I mean you come out well, of Well we all do. Do, but I, my mm-hmm. heart goes out to you, people, because you got a double dose. You got more than the average. I think you're right about that. And you that. need this information more than anybody.
1: Well, Lois, before we before we end here today, I know you've done quite a bit of writing, and you've got a, a really good web page out there. Tell us how we can get. Your information and tell us just real quickly. I believe you've written a couple of books, and um, what how do we get those, and how do we find out more about you?
0: Okay, well, the first thing is loishollis.com, L O I S H O L L I S dot com, and you can get a free book there. Also, you may really want to get, I have a free. Ebook. I have two of them. One is called Now is the Time. And since I got rid of a lot of shame guilt, I didn't get rid of all of it, but I got rid of a lot. I was able to do spirit writings, writings from my soul. And they give you such a beautiful, uplifting feeling. And it helps to get rid of the shame guilt just by reading these words. And it's in the book, it's 30 pages, it's called Now is the Time, and if you read that every day, every night before you go to bed, you're going to feel the love energy, and the shame-guilt energy will dissipate to some degree. Beautiful. i had it work.
1: Beautiful. Okay? We're going to put so your link up there. A- We're going to put your link up there, Lois, and people can click on it and they can go straight to it when we get this posted. Lois, I wish we had more time. I I really would you come back sometime and do this again so we can go a little bit deeper? I would would love to do that.
0: I want to um, do more, Rodney, because I feel to do that. And God has given me um, the ability to arrange my own schedule. And I would like to come back and not only come back, but maybe make an hour so that we can actually show people how to get rid of the shame-guilt from their body. Perfect.
1: And we'd love to do that. We'll be in touch. We're going to be in touch, I promise you. Lois, thank you so much for being here on The Journey of Hope today.
0: Thank you. Blessings to all.
1: Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. I'm Rodney
0: Mathers, and you're on The Journey of Hope. Love to hear from you. You got an
1: idea for a show? You got an idea for a guest? Let me know and I'll check it out. Mathersrodney at yahoo.com. M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at
0: yahoo.com. I want to thank my special
1: guest today, Lois Hollis. And I want to remind you that if God is for you, who can be against
0: you? Come and check us out next time right here on The Journey of Hope.